The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. This is the American Veteran Show. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than 1% population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military and the other 99 percent of us we owe them online at americanveteranshow.com here's stephan tubbs Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show. Thanks, as always, for making us a Sunday habit as we slowly but surely wrap up our sixth season. Early next year, we'll begin season number seven. Brought to us every single year, and our presenting sponsor couldn't thank him enough, and his great law firm, Boson Law, BosonLaw.com, B-O-E-S-E-N Law, BosonLaw.com, fighting on behalf of veterans every single day, and now specializing in cases connected with Camp Lejeune, 303 999 We've got a great post-Veterans Day 2022 program ahead. We also have two terrific guests. You'll hear about Houses for Warriors, a combat veteran himself, a United States Air Force security member, two deployments to Iraq. That makes up the middle portion of our program in segments two and three. And then our friends at Comeback Yoga are coming back for yet another year of telling us about the great things they do. That'll wrap up the program. First... Happy Veterans Day to you and yours. From Egypt, the president on the road just a couple of days ago. This day is a day of commemoration at home in the United States. It's Veterans Day. America's veterans and their families, survivors and caregivers, are the very spine and soul of the United States. And on this special day, on every day, I honor all of those who sacrificed for our nation like my son. The president in Egypt. Meantime, the nation's largest Veterans Day parade, New York City. Honoring history tonight, and it involves the New York City Veterans Day parade. The Grand Marshal announced today and this year its former Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard, Vince Patton. He is the first African-American to ever hold that Coast Guard position. Here's Kimberly Richardson. For celebration here on Staten Island as a highly decorated member of the Coast Guard is officially named Grand Marshal of the New York City Veterans Day Parade. I've got bruises from just pinching myself a hundred times over that this is really happening. He's more than qualified, having built an extraordinary career. At one point was the most senior enlisted member of the Coast Guard. Master Chief Petty Officer Vince Patton, the first African-American to hold that position, sailed the Atlantic and Pacific. While on duty, he received two bachelor degrees, a master's and PhD. I broke ground at uh, that many before me, all they could serve in the Coast Guard was to be stewards. And today we have admirals and, and as well as other particular ranks and so forth. So I am uh, honored that I hold the first 
Love one. I hope I won't be the last. The annual Veterans Day Parade. Thousands of people are braving the messy weather and starting to line Fifth Avenue to say a special thank you to all the courageous men and women who served our country. New York City's parade is the nation's largest commemoration of service. It started with a special wreath-laying ceremony about an hour ago. Mayor Eric Adams was a part of it, accompanied by this year's Grand Marshal Vincent Patton. CBS News' John Diaz live on the parade route with more on what we can expect today. John? How's it going to both of you guys? Well, this is the 103rd annual New York City Veterans Day Parade. And as you mentioned, you know, thousands of people are starting to line up here. Participants, they are eager to get this underway. So nice to know that these Veterans Day parades, even right here in our home state of Colorado, and last weekend, the Denver Veterans Day Parade is back after COVID. We would be remiss if we did not wish you, you leatherneck, you devil dog, grunt, United States Marine, happy 247th birthday just this past week. It is with honor, courage, and commitment that we stand in the face of adversity with unwavering resilience, poised to overcome the most formidable of foes. You see, this mentality is a part of our culture, a warrior's ethos. And just as iron sharpens iron, we too are refined to our interaction. In times of chaos or peace, we willingly pay its price because this freedom is not free. The upholding of a sacred trust and inheritance from generations that have preceded us, whose actions speak testament to the character of our core. So with knowledge of this legacy and faith in something greater than ourselves, we stand bold, determined to make a difference, to make our presence felt. And to this cause, we dedicate our very lives. This title etched on our hearts until the day we die. We are once and forever United States Marines. A wonderful production put out by the United States Marine Corps itself. So was this in honor of both Veterans Day 2022 and the Marine Corps' 247th birthday. Paying respects to our past. The Marine just plain considers himself a better soldier than anybody else. Marines have never given anyone any reason to think differently. We are unique, not just among our fellow citizens, but among all those who defend our nation. We are defined by our warfighting ethos, our intangible warrior spirit that moves us forward into any battle, in any domain, and binds us not only to the Marine on our left and right, but to all Marines who came before us. Current events around the world show us that peace is far from guaranteed. America's adversaries continue to present an ever-evolving threat to our nation's prosperity and security. Today, almost 31,000 Marines are forward deployed or stationed abroad. In every theater, in every time and place, standing ready to confront those who would do our nation harm. The American strength is based upon the fabric of all of the different cultures and people that come to. And that applies on the battlefield, and I've seen that there. That is an essence of the power of the American fighting spirit. For 247 years, capable and determined adversaries have tested the Marine Corps. 
the enemy knows when they see that EGA and they see a real Marine hooked to that EGA, that could be a serious situation. On each occasion, our forebears gave them reason to fear and respect the title United States Marine. Our adversaries have always had a choice. Abandon their aggressions or stand and fight. Some chose to fight and were destroyed. Today, our adversaries still have a choice. And they know if they choose to fight, they will be defeated. From the wheat fields of Bella Wood, to the volcanic sands of Iwo Jima, to the crowded streets of Way City, or Ahmadi, Marines prove time and time again they will claim victory on any battlefield. Our mission was stay on the compound. Well, things happen. Situations change. And we got a call that gunny from the Marine Security Guard Force, the uh, RSO, and their driver were involved in a vehicle accident. We were driven out to the crash site. Liberian rebels armed to the teeth with anything that they had. We had to uh, do a makeshift backboard and stabilize them and got all of our personnel. You're trained for it, but you know, there's variables in there that you could never prepare for. And so you just go with it. And while battlefields and technologies change, the qualities of a Marine are timeless. Grit. Strength. Boldness. Discipline. Initiative. Adaptability. Honor. Courage. And commitment. It would be impossible for me to say with any amount of confidence that I would be where and who I am today if I didn't have the foundation of being a Marine. That from the United States Marine Corps production for Veterans Day 2022. We're just getting started on the American Veteran Show post Veterans Day 22. When we come back, you'll hear from an amazing Air Force veteran who has started a successful nonprofit here in the Colorado Denver metro area, if you will. And it's called Houses for Warriors. You'll meet Andrew Canales and then come back yoga is back for another visit and how you can help this wonderful organization as we get into the holiday giving season. I'm Stephen Tubbs. Thanks so much for listening. Stay with us. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, back to the American Veteran Show. Here's Stephen Tubbs. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. Thank you so much. And of course, just a couple of days ago, Veterans Day 2022, a little more than a week ago was the Veterans Parade in downtown Denver. But there's another great event that is coming up this Friday, November 18th. It's at Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum. Of course, so many great military charities have their events there. We'll talk about the Veterans Charity Ball, and it's one of those great ones that uh, harkens back to the 1940s. We'll talk about that in just a moment with our guest, but so much to talk about in the next couple of segments. His name is Andrew Canales. He lives in Evergreen. He was in the United States Air Force for six years from 2006 to 2012, two deployments to Iraq and left as a senior airman. It is great to finally meet you. I've heard about your organization, Houses for Warriors, and it's great to have you here in studio with 
Rally your service dog. Welcome. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Thank you for finally having me. I know. Finally, right? We've only been around almost seven seven seasons, but oh, I love at you least guys, thank so. you. And and we love you as our veterans. And you know, we're wrapping up season six here. And the, the charity houses for warriors starts in 2019, but your military career starts a lot earlier than that. Why the Air Force for you? Honestly, it was because my mom told me if I joined the Marines or the Army, she would disown me. <laughs> well, there's that. you got to listen to mom. <laughs> no, she was very uh, passionate about me joining the military. She's like, you either go to college or you need to be in the service. And she's like, you're going to get the greatest opportunity in the Air Force out of any other one. Uh, any other branch of service. And she was right. I mean, I feel like, you know, the chair force is the big joke. We have uh, a lot of uh, heat because we get treated a little bit better. We get a little more uh, accommodations and, um, you know, we're, we're not as uh, involved in combat situations or ground situations at all, really, unless you're a mechanic. So I had a very unique job in the Air Force and she was very, um, I had, let's just say I had to like spin the truth a little bit about what my job was which probably was for the best right (laughs) yeah i'd say so the it was a good experience though overall you were in uh again i mentioned uh 06 to 2012 you realize you're being deployed to iraq and you know we could probably spend an entire hour talking about your feelings on how we got out of Afghanistan last year. We won't for purposes or reasons for Thank time, <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll have you on again you know, to talk about that. Mm. But let's talk about you find out you're being deployed. What's going through your mind? Honestly, um, I was really scared at the time because I had just gotten to my first base. I in-processed and out-processed like the same week. Wow. And um, But it was cool. Like I felt... I felt like, okay, well, I didn't get to, I didn't join the other branches. I joined the Air Force to, for kind of this easier route. And then I picked one of the hardest careers in, in the Air Force with security forces. And um, I got deployed pretty soon. So um, being 19, though, I was excited. I was, I was ready to fight. I was ready to serve. I was ready to, you know, hungry for, for experience and, and just life experience in general. So we had a pretty tough mission that first deployment. We were training um, Iraqi correctional officers in detainee operations, which they they call detainee operations. It's basically you know POW camps for the other side. And you know, at 19 years old, it was all fun and games until until the you know we we saw some real stuff, and it was like, oh okay. So. You remember <laughs> feeling or hearing that that first mortar attack? You know, the first ones didn't affect me as much as the one that that hit really close. And and yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, So I was going in between two compounds. They were out. Imagine an outdoor prison and you can Google uh, this uh, Camp Buka. You can actually find YouTube videos of what this prison looked like. It was really cool Um, at the time. So (laughs) I'm roving between these two compounds and actually a, a rocket hit the compound next to me during breakfast and it injured over 70 detainees. It killed 10 of them. Um, it blew me and my partner against the fence. Like we were that close to where we felt that wave and hit the ground. Um, when we came to, I had shrapnel in my boot. I had, you know, like little bitty scratches on me, but I couldn't understand what just happened until I saw everybody running towards the explosion and, we spent the whole day just cleaning up and like taking guys to the medical center and 
treating them as as best as we could as as airmen i was an airman basic no stripes on my arm whatsoever and just you know three months of training and three months in country when all this happened so i was as green as they get when this happened what what do you remember hearing because you hear a lot in the movies in hollywood (laughs) you know the ringing of the ears was any of that true so we heard a whoosh out in the distance and then we heard an explosion and I remember, I'll never forget this. I remember saying to my roving partner, I don't even remember her name, but I remember what I said. I said, wow, was that a, was that a effing? And before I could even say the word explosion, the next one hit. And we were like, just everything got dark for a second. And then when we came to, there was dust everywhere. The smell, I'll never forget the smell. It's way, way stronger than any like training explosion that, that we got it's to experience. It's kind of acrid. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. It's, um, and then I remember just feeling heavy, like, Oh, I just got hit by a train or something. Like I just, I I felt like I got hit really hard and you just, you go right into fight or flight and training kicks in just like they promise. Like, boom, we go right to the sounds of distress. Everybody's, you know, we got whistles blowing. We got people opening the gates to the prison. We got people, prisoners coming out. Like it was a chaotic scene because, you know, every other time these guys were the enemy. But then when this happened, we got right into aid and care and and support and saw a whole nother side of, you know, what, what we were doing. And I remember I've told this story a couple of times in, in my nonprofit career now, but I'll never forget what our uh, command chief said that day, our compound commander. He says, you guys have just been baptized by live fire and you'll never be the same. Welcome to war. Here are your resources. And then we got into the, the debrief of what just happened and what we just experienced. Was he right? Oh, yeah. And I didn't even know he was right until – it affected me outside of the military. Our guest is Andrew Canales. He lives in Evergreen now. He is the founder of Houses for Warriors. We're going to get into that. You can get a head start on this Sunday. Housesforwarriors.org. That's housesforwarriors.org. Coming up in our next segment, we will talk more about their Veterans Charity Ball that's coming up this Friday at Wings, November 18th. It's a 1940s attire, and these are always great, and a fundraiser as well. And one of our great friends of the American Veterans Show, Brian Talley, is their keynote speaker. I mean, you couldn't get any better than Talley? Come on. <laughs> I say this in love. You love him, and, <laughs> and so do I. You know, you talked about, and you've mentioned a couple of times, you're 19. Uh, whether you're 19 or 49 or 79, uh, war is hell, and you experienced it firsthand. What have been the impacts after? You know, my story is pretty common, actually, uh, as far as, you know, not what I experienced, but the after effects, you know, the addiction, alcoholism, isolation, uh, lack of trust amongst friends and family and people in general. And, you know, it, it led me down a path to addiction. It led me down a path to um, alcoholism that led to going to raves and festivals and uh, essentially being homeless for, for two years, traveling and doing really stupid stuff for money. And it, it got to the point where 
I I couldn't chase the feelings that I was feeling uh, w- with the drugs, so I started going towards adrenaline with with sports and rock climbing and mountaineering and doing stuff way beyond my limits. And on the should bike. there be an accident? Well, <laughs> you went out doing what you wanted to do, right? I've, you, exactly. I've heard this story so many times. You know, but you you do have a story and your individual experiences. I hope you know that we just met, but I hope you know that those mean something and they're valuable. Again, our guest is Andrew Canales, the founder of HousesForWarriors.org. We'll take a quick time out. And when we come back, we'll pick up uh, where Andrew left off talking about the high adrenaline, high risk, perhaps high reward activities after his military experience, two deployments to Iraq, United States Air Force for six years in from 06 to 2012. We'll talk about the charity ball that is ahead this Friday, that as well. Stefan Tubbs with you. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. We continue now with Stephen Tubbs. We continue the American Veteran Show this Sunday with our in-studio guest, Andrew Canales. He is the founder of the charity HousesForWarriors.org. We'll get much more into that. And their Veterans Charity Ball that is coming up this Friday, so less than a week. It's November 18th at the Wings Over the Rockies Museum, and it's a charity fundraiser. Our friend of the program, Brian Talley, he has been on many, many times on the program. He is the keynote speaker. So, I, I just I cannot thank you enough. We again just met today, and your your willingness to just talk and speak with candor is so important. And it doesn't just Im, impact and and um, make me appreciative. I hope you know that you're talking with other veterans as well, and to hear your story and to share it. So you are under a rocket attack. You're very young. You're th- what three months in you're you're processed in and out and you're in iraq and you're in theater there's a rocket attack you have shrapnel injuries you guys instantly go into that fight or flight mode and and you know what you don't fly you go into you know the um what you were trained to do so i want to pick it up where you left off you started you talked about there were addiction issues that sadly is is so commonplace but you started doing these high risk things as well what is it in you know a mind like yours that got you to do those things the biggest thing that got me into it was the 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 rush of adrenaline through your body. And like give us the, an example this, of like what were you doing? Uh, so rock climbing, for instance, right? We would You're uh, crazy lead lead, lead <laughs> crazy. climbing where you start with the rope on the ground and you clip in as you go. You put in your own protection. So when I was when I was homeless, I traveled uh, to every national park in California and I spent weeks rock climbing. How about Yosemite? Yosemite, I spent three months living as a bum in Yosemite with a camper and no gas in my truck. Did you do and El Cap? No, I did parts of El Cap. Yeah. I did a lot of the the ground stuff and and parts of the face, but. Uh, we hiked El Cap, and then we uh, we hiked Half Dome, and and when I say we, it was anybody who would join me on this crazy adventure and like just meet up with me while I was in the situation. Can I interject though, Andrew? Yeah. You know, you're a United States veteran. You're an Air Force veteran. You shouldn't be homeless, and that's not a criticism of you. It's just I always like to point this out because so many people think, well, you know, they do their service, but gosh, when they come back, the red carpet's totally rolled out for them. Um, tell everybody that that may not necessarily be the case. You know, when I got 
when I got out of the military, I, I felt abandoned. I felt like I had nobody left from my old life. All of my friends that were in the military, all the people I served with, um, and especially because I was struggling, I didn't, I didn't seek any of those people out either. I felt damaged because I wasn't part of that mission anymore. I wasn't part of this culture anymore. And the, the way that I got back or the way that I felt some sense of that culture was doing stupid stuff that, that boosted my adrenaline that got me, you know, that kind of just got me off physically, like with mm-hmm. the, with the rock climbing and the mountain biking and mountaineering and skydiving and just doing as many high, high risk activities that I could. Um, so you finally kicked out of Yosemite. I'm just curious. No, I, I actually finally moved on. I was able to get a friend to shoot me some cash and I was able to get to my next place. Cause and three months is a good run. If you didn't have any gas in that baby, it was good. And I, you know, it's, it's amazing what you can, what you can do to survive. How are you there. eating? So, you know, there's, it's a, it's a, it's a vacation spot. There yeah. But are, how were you eating? I was eating with food that was left over at these restaurants. I had people who would like you, you would have campers that would be leaving and they wouldn't have eaten all their stuff. So like I'd make friends with people. I'd link up with new groups and other climbers and people would feed me. And I was just mooching off of a lot of people. Mm. I wasn't responsible for myself. I wasn't responsible for my life. I didn't have any responsibility to society anymore. And the only responsibility I had was to nature and that, that I could leave no trace. And I got, I went Full hippie. I went full liberal hippie and like love. And you look pretty damn conservative <laughs> sitting in front of me. Our guest is Andrew Canales. So you, you moved to Colorado. You kind of change your life course. And then 2019, you launch perfect timing. COVID is just about to begin and you launch a 501c3. I kid only because I give you true respect. Houses for Warriors. What's it all about? How did it come about? Well, um, through all that adrenaline stuff, I actually broke both of my femurs. And at the time, oh. I had no disability. I had no VA health care. I had nothing like like over 50% of the veterans that serve. We just avoid the VA like the plague. Yep. And when, I, when all that happened, my mom basically was like, you're going to the VA. We're getting you your benefits. You earned these benefits. You earned this support because of your service and your sacrifice. And I had, I had to have somebody who really loves me smack me in the face and tell me this because I didn't believe it myself. I had no value for myself or my life. As you can see, I'm just reckless on my bike and I, I almost broke my neck. I'm really lucky to be alive. And the fact that I only broke my femurs was huge. So through that process though, it's like I, I gained a sense of like what was up with what was going on with my life, what was going on in my mental health. And I started actually getting help. I started getting treatment, mental health care, physical treatment, physical health care, physical PT. Um, You know, you PT after an accident. I never got the PT after the rocket attack for my, for my mental state. Right. Like, so you break your legs. It's easy to say, Oh, you need to go do these exercises. You need to work to get to walk again. You know, they told me I'd never climb again. And that was, that was BS. Cause I, I was climbing last week. So when this happens to your brain though, to your emotions, to your soul, the way that, you know, a, a big incident like this can, can have on you, then where's the PT for that? Where's the, where's the, where's the recovery for that? Where's the training to get your mind right? And I didn't discover that until I got my service dog and canines for warriors 
through having a service dog, you are taught to observe your own, you know, be aware of your own body, be aware of how you're reacting, be aware of how the dog is reacting to you. So the dog doesn't actually do anything, but by having the dog and by being trained to have the dog, you're training your mind to catch things. Oh, wait, my dog's not listening to me. What am I doing wrong? Oh, I'm not coming from a positive voice. I'm not positively reinforcing this command. I'm being a dick. So, so you know, I don't, sorry if I can't say that on That's the show. Fine. So, um, you know, and, and through that, I, I was like, okay, how do I get other vets dogs? Like, how can I help them get to a place where they can have a dog? And I realized like the big problem starts with the homeless crisis. You know, a lot of 45% of our veterans that are committing suicide are, are, are experiencing homelessness or they're facing it or they're at serious financial risk to be homeless. And a lot of them just, instead of going and asking for help, they'll check out. And so that's the fight I'm in right now through housing. We're, we're trying to stop suicide. We're trying to actually give people a place where they can feel safe, comfortable and get back on their feet and, you know, stop chasing that adrenaline, stop chasing this lifestyle that doesn't serve. Yeah. Or, you know, and I mean this with all due respect, stop running away from the demons that are consistently in the rearview mirror. Housesforwarriors.org is the website. Housesforwarriors.org. So coming up Friday, is this like literally a fundraiser for the charity? This is what we are going to use to directly fund the program next year. So it has been a struggle since we started. We have no VA support. We have no support from the government. We have no support from the city. This is all community, baby. This is like friends, family. This is fellow vets. This is fellow vets. This is people in Denver community. The people that marched in the parade are the people that are funding this organization. And everything we raise is literally paying the bills for our transitional home. It's paying for the food in the house. It's paying for the electricity. It's paying for the flat screens. You name it. If it's something that you would need to live a functioning life on your own, where you can clean your apartment, stay in a good environment, we give it to them. Colorado Gives Day is coming up, and the website, housesforwarriors.org, I'm sure you can obviously uh, donate that way. In wrapping up, Andrew, what do you want people to take from just Houses for Warriors? What do you want them to know what's important to you? We're not this big corporate organization that's spending millions of dollars on salaries and and advertising, putting yeah, putting all this money into our own pockets. Like, I've literally spent my own disability to start this organization. I've I've maxed out my mom's credit cards. I've used you guys know we don't have to pay for student loans. We don't pay for college. I still took out those student loans on top of getting college paid for so I could fund this operation. And, and thanks to mom, too. She's been there. She's been my biggest fan, always. Well, you, got, you got a new fan in me. Thank you. I look forward. You uh, rally very well behaved in the studio. But, brother, thank you. I hope to make it on Friday the 18th. But, again, friends, housesforwarriors.org. Andrew Canales, the founder. And we'll have you on again. And I look forward to doing this every year with you. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. It's been an honor. Likewise, we're back next on the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. This is the American Veteran Show, online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stefan Tubbs. 
We wrap up this week's edition of the American Veteran Show with a nod to a great group that we certainly have talked with in the past, as well as endorse today and into the future. Kelly Wolf is with uh, Veterans and Yoga, and officially it's called Comeback Yoga. And Kelly, it's great to have you. I think this is two or three years in a row. And welcome to you, and thank you for what you do for our veterans and yoga. Thank you so much for having us again. We're just really grateful for your support. You guys obviously need uh, some funds and you guys have been, you know, just recently the the big fundraiser, a little bit short of your goal. We are going to close that gap. We've got Colorado Gives Day coming up. But in a nutshell, how does Comeback Yoga begin? So Comeback Yoga is a Denver-based nonprofit that provides free, completely free, trauma-informed yoga to the military community. And that's veterans, active duty, reserves, retired, their friends and family, and their clinicians. And we're not trying to do this out of some fancy yoga studio. We're going to where the military is already comfortable. So we're going to VFW posts and military bases. We're on Fort Carson and Buckley. We go where they already know where to park. They already know where to go. So we're trying to drop as many barriers as possible. And our programming is not meant to turn you into a pretzel or make you look good in a crop top unless (laughs) that's your thing. (laughs) Our goal is to downregulate the nervous system. Many humans in general, but especially those with military experience, live in fight, flight, freeze. They're living in their sympathetic nervous system. And our yoga, our breath work, is working to get them into parasympathetic. So rest, digest, rational thought maybe sleep better, maybe start to manage chronic pain a little better. Those are our goals, to just increase the well-being of veterans. We're, we're here to be of service, and that's pretty much all, all we care about. She's the executive director of Comeback Yoga, Kelly Wolf. Proud to have her back on in almost an annual visit. You know, some of your instructors, right, uh, they know of what they speak when it comes to, to talking with veterans because they are veterans themselves. Absolutely. We have a lot of veterans who teach for us. And actually now it's very exciting. We have active duty teaching for us. Wow. So yeah, super exciting. It's our class on the Air Force Academy. We have another active duty teaching on Buckley. So it's just really exciting because when the teacher has those shared experiences with the students, that's kind of where the magic happens. You know, they speak the same language. They had the same uh, weird feelings about yoga, and so they can all kind of talk about that together. It's, it's really important that we have those people, the members of the military community, working with us. Again, this is a 501c3. It is late in the year. Friends, if you are veteran supporters, you love to try to donate your money toward the end of the year. Yes, you get a tax deduction, but you also want to focus and and put your hard-earned money and your charitable giving toward a 501c3 that does great stuff with veterans. Look no further. Comebackyoga.org is the website. Comebackyoga.org. And uh, you can find out all of the information there. I like in some of your material, uh, Kelly, that you say, Comeback Yoga. Yoga is not about touching your toes or twisting into a pretzel. It's about learning tools that may help with depression, anxiety, back pain, insomnia, and so much more. And, you know, when when you look at what happened last year in August and we're out of Afghanistan, and for many that was such a traumatic trigger, the way in which it was, it was um, unsuccessfully and so traumatically done, you know, just because the war in Iraq or Afghanistan isn't in the headlines every day does not mean that these men and women can't use support like you give through yoga. Absolutely. And that's why, honestly, that's why we come on your show every year that you'll have us because 
you support veterans, even though it may not be trendy, right? People love to support the military when it's cool and hip and trendy and there's a war going on. Mm. But, you know, it's not in the news all the time anymore. So these human beings who have gone through these experiences, who've done what we, could, we couldn't do and have served our country, they still need these services. They still need people to show up for them. And it may not be the hot news topic, but we're still showing up and they still Amen. need us and rely on us. Yeah, we can't. We are forever in their debt. And uh, by the way, that might be the nicest thing anybody has said about what we do on this program. So thank you so <laughs> much. I appreciate it. Our guest is Kelly Wolf, again, the executive director of Comeback Yoga, comebackyoga.org. I'm telling you, we've had uh, over the years, we've had Kelly on and every single time we emphasize This is specifically targeted to those of you who say, yoga, never. That has to be a real cool thing. Anecdotally, Kelly, tell me about somebody that may have come in with trepidation. They didn't think they could do it. And now they love it. They realize the benefits. Oh, my goodness. I I don't think we have one veteran that has ever come to yoga that had an idea that, yeah, this is a good idea. All of them have come to a class being like, this is stupid and I hate it. But you know, they come back. For me, my, uh, the one that left the biggest impression on me was I was teaching a special forces class and I had met their command sergeant major at uh, breakfast. And he said, well, you know, we got to do something on Fridays. So why don't you come out here and, and, and show me what you got? Hmm. So I head over to the base and I'm staring at 50 men and women who could not loathe me more than they do. <laughs> their, their CSM is making them be there. He's like 6'8". He's looming over them. And you know what? We've been teaching there for five years. Wow. And one of them had fallen incorrectly out of a perfectly good airplane, and he had been taken off active duty. But after a year and a half of comeback yoga, he was placed back on active duty because he had mobility in his back and his neck. Um, I know, I don't want to get too serious, Mm -hmm. but I know that it has helped many of them not make a decision that they cannot take back because they have the tools to be able to take that minute out of that depression, that anxiety, that rage that happens, calm themselves and make a different decision. You're doing God's work. Y'all, y'all are doing God's work. Let's just cut to the chase here. This, this airs obviously Sundays here on 710 KNUS. And just last week you had your major annual fundraiser and you guys came up a little short. How much, how much do you need to close that gap? We need $30,000 to close the gap. Thirty thousand. That's the dead honest truth. Yep, and yep. that's what I—that's what we're all about. No sugarcoating it. Colorado Gives Day is coming, friends. But you know, if we got uh, you know a few hundred people to donate, maybe a hundred dollars each, you know that that makes a difference. Comebackyoga.org is the website, and you guys will be part of the upcoming Colorado Gives Day. Is that true? Absolutely. Colorado Gives Day is Tuesday, December sixth. And all, anything raised from now until then goes into the pot so we can get a little bit extra. So you can always go to coloradogives.org, search Comeback Yoga, and donate there. You can donate on our website. And Giving Tuesday, if you are into that, is November 29th. That's right. So 
I mean, you can pick whatever day of the week you want to support Comeback Yoga. (laughs) Yeah, again, comebackyoga.org. And friends, if you listen to this show week after week, we greatly appreciate it. But you know that I don't come on here and have have guests continually asking for money. We just don't do that. We realize that uh, that would be a disservice to so many of those that we just have the inability to put on the air. But but we were connected with Comeback Yoga several years ago, and Kelly's joined us every single year. And, you know, you hear these real stories. I'm just, please take this as, as full of love. It's not patronizing at all. And that is, I'm just proud of what you guys do because year after year, you've continued. And look at, you're up to almost 40 classes at military bases and offices across three states. Yeah, yeah. And the big thing is, so I'm the only full-time staff member. I have two people who help me out at about eight hours a week. Okay, so that's a pretty small staff. We mm-hmm. don't have a studio. We don't have an office. We are serving 12 thousand students this year that is a 20 percent increase over last year it has increased dramatically since the pandemic where we were serving about 7,500 students in a year so classes are increasing students are increasing funding is down 23 percent that's where we come in. Friends, comebackyoga.org. We'll have Kelly on again maybe uh, in early next month. You know what? One more push, um, and we'll see how things go as we get toward the end of the year. But listen, continue doing the great work, um, and congratulations. You do know how to get into a pretzel shape. I certainly wouldn't, but we will have you on, and we're big supporters, Kelly. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Once again, comebackyoga.org, Executive Director Kelly Wolf. That wraps up this week's edition of the program. Send me an email, a text, or whatever on the regular show if you have any more questions. But reach out. And in this time of giving, Thanksgiving is ahead. You hear what they have been doing and donations down, but the need way up. That wraps up this week's edition of the American Veteran Show. Join us next week for a brand new episode. Have a terrific week ahead. Remember our troops. For producer Michael Arpaio, I'm Stephen Tubbs. We'll talk to you next week. The American Veterans Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteransShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veterans Show. Searching for last-minute gifts? Shop the last-minute deal sale at Virginia ABC and save 20% on select 750-milliliter bottles. That's 20% off gifts for the hard-to-shop for. 20% off gifts guaranteed to fit, 20% off gifts to celebrate the season, and 20% off a little gift for yourself. Shop the last minute deal sale at Virginia ABC, in stores and online now through December 21st. Please sip responsibly.